Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, Good evening, CC, and welcome all to part 36 of our weekly podcast, The Cullen View. The Island Hills, but this is Terry Curran. How's things? Steady away. We're all locked up now. I've been in jail before, but it, uh, it feels like I'm in jail at this moment in time. Mind you, to be fair, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho is in jail in Paraguay at this moment in time, isn't he? Yeah, but I, I mean, when you, when you look at even when you look at that thing, uh, you've seen when they when they try to sign Brazilian footballers in countries. They can't get out of the country because the passports, and it always it yeah. always makes me think, what is this all about? Yep. So, what type of passports are they um, having to travel uh, to different countries? Because you know, if he's played in Spain on a on a passport, if he's if he's played in uh, Paris when he, you know his first move, I think was to Paris, mm. Paris Saint Germain uh, on a passport. Is it him what's got a dodgy passport? Or in general, because you do see a lot of Brazilian footballers having difficult, or finding difficulties, or having difficulties to get passports. So I don't know. Uh, something will always come. Something will always come out in, in in long run. Mind you, they've got a decent prison team at the moment, haven't they? In the... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't mind having him in your side, would you? No, not at all. <laughs> I put a little clip on about him uh, the other day. Like, it's fascinating to watch them type of players express themselves on a football pitch. Well. You know, I was just saying to Tom downstairs, where where do you put, or where does history put players like Ronaldinho, like Ronaldo? You know, and if we look at, arguably, Pelé is number one, we're going to look at the history vault a little bit later. We're going to talk about Diego Maradona. And you've got Johan Cruyff, and you've got Puskas, and you've got Eusebio. You know, we, we must have a top 10, 20 players that just are different gravy and, and just stand out from the rest of football players, don't they? Well, I do agree with you on that, you know, but it's only about 99.9%. So you could have said to me, you know, and I'll answer the question to the, the, the other 1%. Yes, all these players, and if you notice them, if you notice, they're all foreign players. Yeah. Right? They've all played in great teams. All played in great teams. The problem for our players, your Hudson's, your Worthing, they've never played in great teams. Correct. So when you play, when Messi's playing, when Messi were playing in, 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 with Barcelona, we're still playing in Barcelona, but when Messi, when Barcelona were at the peak, and this is no criticism because I love to watch him play football. When you look at Messi, he's playing with, you know, not five, but he's playing with another 14, 15 world-class players because you know, even the ones on the bench when they come on, they're world class. Yep. So it's easy for them to express themselves. The foreign coaches allow them to express themselves, and nobody will convince me with Curries and the Hudsons of this world. Like, they've had to put up with so much stick from managers, and I know because I know the managers that have had. I've had. I've, I know with the managers I had, 
Every try, every time you try to do something, don't do it. I'm going to tell you a prime example, right? And I want you to think about this. Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Put Ryan Giggs, put Ryan Giggs with Barcelona mm. and Real Madrid. Do you think he'd have been chasing back? Yeah. Like Manchester, like Fergie had him at Man United. Mm. And I'm not knocking Fergie. At the end of the day, that's the, that's yep. that's got him the records he's got, mm. right? And, and Ryan Giggs has made a lot of money out of game uh, and won more trophies in game than anybody else. But just think, I mean, Giggs is classed as a great player. Yep. He's never classed as this world-class player like a mother. Can you imagine if he'd have had freedom yep. on, on a football pitch like a Messi, a Ronaldo, a Zidane? Yep. Uh, all these world-great players, Pushka. How good do you think he would have been? Yep. You know, and, and I know we've found it hard because... You know, all we look at is work rate, work rate, work rate. And I don't, I'm not knocking work rate. What I'm trying to say is, we've always held back our great players. Why do they, other teams, other countries produce them and we we, we, put, we produce one every now and again? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you I, know, think, it, I think it, you're right. So I know, I know yeah. I'm right. Yeah. yeah. But you see, because I haven't got, eight O-levels and, and, and five mm. A-levels and gone to university, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, right? And all mm. these people, what become managers, what's got all the O-levels and A-levels, you tell me of them, how many of them what's been any good at it? Mm. Whether they were players or whether mm. they've been managers. So, so when we look at the history of football and we look at the great players that we've seen, we, we must also put Stan Bowles and Frank Worthingtons and Alan Hudson's and, and those players up in those top echelons of association football. They would laugh at us, Gabby, yeah. for saying that. Yeah. Because we're going to do, man, what have the won? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That, they're going to laugh at us, Gabby. I yeah. promise you. But anybody can laugh at me. I do, I do not give mm. a damn. Yeah. I didn't give a damn when I was playing football. Yeah. Right? Because at the end of the day, if you, if I'd have been in that Forest team before me getting injured, mm. right, I'd have been a superstar. I don't yeah. give a damn what anybody else. I know I'd have been a superstar. Yeah. Because I was playing out my skin. Yeah. Worthington, Bowles, and all them mm. playing in a Barcelona team yeah. would have been allowed to express themselves. Yeah. Right. Jack Jack Grealish, you know, he's taken them two, 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 two and a half years, three years. For him to start coming out, but there's still always a question mark about him. Is he a maverick? Do you ever hear that said about? Do you ever see Zidane being a maverick? Yeah. No, you don't. Do you ever hear it said about Messi being? In, do you know why? Because they're playing in great teams. Yeah. I'll tell but, you. But, I'll tell you. Look, but they're also uh, risk takers, which yeah. constitutes being that maverick type of player. But, but, but yeah, on you're the right. On yeah. the continent, don't class it. No, they don't. But, they don't. Go, there's yeah. not enough. There is not enough clips of me. Yeah. No, YouTube. there's not. You, you're totally you, right. But do you know why? Because being an idiot like I was, mm. I went and played in third division. So it's not me. Mm. My standing is never going to stand up with the best in the world, right? When I went to Everton, when I went to Everton, right, uh, there was second bottom at league. Mm. I went in third division, right? We played Birmingham. The next match was at Ipswich. Kevin Ratcliffe come off at half time. I'm playing in third division, by the way. I'm playing in third division. I'm a third division player. And I'll rip everybody apart when I go up there. Trevor Stevens, right, was a good player. Very, very, very good player. Lovely lad. Mm. 
He's one of those guys who wants the daughter to marry. Lovely, lovely lad. Right? Put any video on with me. Mm. Quarterfinal at Cup with his cup in Holland against Fortuna Sittard. Look at any game I've got. Mm. And, and look at Trevor Stevens. Look at the players when, what were playing when I was playing. I would have two to three men marking me every time. Mm. Every time. And let me tell you, play out wide, and it's the easy way to stop a Terry McCurran playing. You're going to say, well, how come it didn't stop John Robertson? Right. Because they didn't, what they didn't do with John Robertson, they didn't go and put two or three men on him mm. and stop the supply of ball. They didn't, Gabby. Mm. And I'm not making excuses. What I'm trying to say, the bowls of this world, they played in good, good teams without being in great teams. Yep. And, and, and in England, it annoys me because nobody, I mean, because I... I I'm determined in my own mind how to do things. Mm. If I was Sheffield Wednesday manager, I don't give a damn what anybody say. They would play. They would be playing a lot better football. And people are going to say to me, "Well, what about the players?" I wouldn't have them players. Yeah, I wouldn't have them. Mm. There's players out there. I've been looking for players out there. One, do they understand the game? Can they read the game? Two, have they got a good touch? Three, have they got composure? Why do I want to sign players? What can't play with the tempo? Mm. Why do I sign up side players? What can't run? And now, and I'm not bothered about what they can't run. But if they're playing with quality players around them, it wouldn't make any difference that. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be very, very di difficult to say. I mean, the younger generation are never going to say Pushkas were as good as Messi. Mm. They never, because they haven't seen him play. We have. We've yeah. seen. I mean, I didn't see Pushkas, so I can't. I can't. You know, I've only seen little glimpses of him, black yep. and white, you know, so I really can't. But make no mistake, that player playing in today's modern-day football on modern-day speeches without getting kicks. Mm. Watch that film, and you've watched that film, haven't you? Sorry? Uh, Maradona. I've got it in my, uh, to watch in my DVDs. I've I, I bought the DVD. I haven't watch watched it yet. Watch how many times, how many times you got brutally, 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 Brutally kicked. I've never seen Messi brutally kicked. No. Only a couple of times yeah. again with that stupid idiot that sent the back at Real Madrid. I know he's a great player. I've been a great player for Spain. Yeah, the captain who absolutely Ramos. Yeah, Ramos absolutely yeah. kicked him. You know, really absolutely bad, and he got sent off twice. But Maradona got it every time. Off oh, every yeah. every time. And on top of that, he went to play in Italy. Which is the hardest league to play in for defense, you know, uh, with, with teams that are organised and, defend, uh, and defending. And on top of that, he had the mafia what run him. Yeah. You know, and people say, oh, he was a nutter and all that. I wonder how many of them could stand up to the mafia. I don't think any of them. Well, then. So, mm -hmm. so when they say to me, I love to watch Messi, I love to watch Ronaldo, and I tell you what, and it's an hypothetical question. But I know if Maradona were playing today, everybody would be ranting and raving about him. And it's all in there to see. All there to see. Look at when he played at Real Madrid. You know, they absolute. I mean, they were, they were a, an all-out battle on the football pitch where everybody yeah. were jumping in and kicking each other. Put it on YouTube and see it. That guy must have been kicked from pillar mm. to post. You know, so it's hard for you to say, and it's hard for me to say, well, because the thing is about football, it's about opinions. Yeah. If I had to pick the best player I've ever seen, it's George Best. But how how would you compare him? How could you say he's the best? When, when Messi? How can you say when he's Ronaldo? How can you say when he's Zidane? They were all 
all world, world superstar players. Yeah. You know, so I get where you're coming from. I really do. You know, but I'd love to watch. I'm, I'm so like you, me. I am so like you. Because even though I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan, mm. you know, I still like to see teams. What could, I watched the boy, what, what's gone to uh, Bournemouth. Brooks, went from Sheffield United, big right, Sheffield right. Wednesday, and he was brilliant yeah. on that day, yeah. brilliant. And I came away from that ground, we got beat 4-2, inside what hurt him, but I thought, you know, what a player he is, he is that lad. Mm. But you put him in, you put him in the Manchester City team, now, yeah. with great players around you. Mm. You know, in Silver, I have to laugh at all these, all these experts, Merson and all them, they were all striking him off, you know. And when, and when he comes, what they call him, um, Guardiola, and the football he produces, oh, it's the best thing since slash bread is, uh, is David Silva. They all said, everyone, I don't forget me, Gabby. I never forget. They, they said, said, he's too weak, he's weak, too small, too light, he won't make it in the Premier League. Uh, I Premier League. remember listening to them all. And, and yeah? see, and I've got, listen, I love Merson as a footballer. Yeah. Right? I can see why they fail at management. Mm. I can see it. I can see it. I can see my cat trying to jump out the window. I think she's a suicidal cat. Oi, up it. Go on. Other way. <laughs> but yeah, I see. I see people having little, you know, little digs for sale again. You're breaking up a bit, TC. Where where you standing? No, I'm, I'm, what I do, I pull my phone away from my mouth and I shouldn't do. <laughs> uh, because you're picking them players and say, oh, it's easy to pick them players. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, it is. Listen, in England, they don't pick them. Yeah. In England, they will not pick them. Mm. You know, football in England, and it's got better. But why has it got better, Gabby? Why has it got better? I'll tell you coaches. this. That boy you've got at Birmingham, what's his name again? The young 16-year-old. If he Jim goes Bellingham. to... Bellingham, if he goes to uh, Borussia Dortmund, he will come back three times a better player yeah. than when he's gone out there. In, mm. Unless he went to one of the big clubs themselves. <laughs> so, you know, it really is English football and what people think about players, you know. Yep, give the uh, give the players, let the players express themselves and uh, you're absolutely right. Those players of the 70s. And I, I would also, and, and you know, people listening to the podcast at times go, oh, currently always says that about himself. But let me tell you, <laughs> listeners, I used to watch you as a kid. You you were as good as any winger and, and, and forward. And we, we covered this last week in, in the podcast. In modern days where most teams play with a free up front, probably an even better position for you playing off that forward player over to the right or to the left because you could play on either foot. You got the pace, you got you got the strength, you got the bravery. You had everything in your locker to be an absolute world-class player at any era in this game of football. I wish I would not have got injured at Forest. Yeah, and I understand people. And I Everton. understand people. And Everton. I understand. Yeah, I, but but Forest when I was twenty-one, when I was yeah. ripping people up apart, mm. and I, I understand people that, and I, I get it. But I've never, I've never been a big head. Mm. I was brave. I yeah. was quick. Mm. I could go past people easy. Yeah. My problem is, and, and listen, and this is where I will back the people who want to knock me one hundred percent. I agree with them. This is what I will. This is where. I, 
I'm doing it in third division with Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. It does not stand up. And I agree with that. Mm. I agree with it. But I was doing it at Forest. I was starting to do it at Southampton after my, my bad injury. And I did it at Everton. Right? Everton were at bottom at league when I joined them. Bottom at league. Right? And they went on to win everything. Mm. So I, I would put myself... I would, and I'm, Because I, I do believe in my own ability. I'm not saying I was the best player in the world. What I'm trying to say is... I would have been so easy playing with better players. Ronnie Whelan once said to me, Terry, why have you played in third division mm. with the ability you've got? I said, because I want to play for Sheffield Wednesday. And they just laughed at me. Yeah. You know, every great player I played against, mm. you know, the curries of this world all turned around and come to me and said to me, what a player you are. Mm. Stan Bowles, Frank Worthington, George Best, all said to me. So, do I want to listen to Laurie McManamy, Mick Buxton, and some of the managers I played under, and I think to myself, Jesus, Gabby, I give money away, me. Mm. I someone who help people. I might sound a bit bitter now, is because they do ruin players. And forget me, because I, I can laugh at anything. Mm. But Stan Bowles and you, Hudson. Alan Hudson, when he, not him, it weren't just him, it was the 11 what destroyed West Germany at that time. And they didn't pick him. Oh, he played one more game after that. Cyprus. Yeah. One more, you know. And then, look, I get it. I get the opinion, but I really get it. But, you know, I don't have eight level, eight O levels and five A levels, right? Because people will only listen to people what's got the O levels and A levels and can speak uh, proper. They don't, want, they don't want to listen to other people. And you, you have no chance of doing anything unless... Unless, I mean, if Clough, if Clough would have been as successful as he had, you know as well as I do, they would have slaughtered him. He's a big head, he's a big mouth, yep. you know, and all that. But that's typical of, of, of English uh, public, not public, but the media and the uh, and the press. It, it, it does my, it does not, it, it does, it does my head in. So, yeah, I do. But say... my rant's over with now. My rant's over. With. <laughs> I said to Tom earlier, and we were talking about Johan Cruyff. We, we were talking about players, and and we uh, we've uh, we've touched on uh, Diego Maradona. And last night, uh, Udi and myself, we had a monthly hour of my life, my music, and we were talking about Diego. And 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 Udi said, you know, you you've got to be on the pitch to really understand how fantastic these players were. I mean, Alan never played against uh, Diego Maradona. But he certainly played against Johan Cruyff three times, and he, he played against Pele, and he played against George many times, and other world class players too. And he said, "It's it's it's what they do with the ball and without the ball, and and it's hard to to describe, but for for players that have never played at that level, just how fantastic these players were, and you truly do have to be on the pitch to appreciate how fantastic." They were, and but when, and, but, and I wholly agree. But when you when you ask Goody these questions, what you should say to him, Alan, mm. you played in a good team, and there were some good players in that team, Osgood, yeah. right? Cruyff, oh, I think has been the best thing since sliced bread for football. Not only with his football, oh, but, his, but his coaching, yeah. right? But Cruyff played with, you know. You know, he was so composed on the ball. Yeah. Naskins. So every player he passed it were composed yeah. on the ball. Yeah. You know, you look at some of the players. Now, Liverpool, Alan Hansen and, and Mike Robinson, great players because they're composed on the ball. They're not mm. just going to get it and boot it upfield. 
right? Now, uh, Chopper Avis, he, he was what he was. He was a kicker. Yeah, just a, so when just he a got chopper. so when he got yeah. the ball, and I'm not knocking him when he got the ball because this is how the, the English wanted to play. Mm. When he got the ball, I bet nine times out of ten that ball went over Udi's head. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ch- you know, Chopper, Chopper was a player. He was just he was a, a defender. Messi, you know, if you yeah. you know if you do you know if you don't pass that ball, yeah, then have you whipped off a pitch? Yeah, yeah. And so Udi and them have got to stop knocking themselves and saying what a great, they are great players, hundred mm. percent. But I tell you what, Hudson and all them, what I've mentioned to you, they would put them, and we'd be ranting and raving about them if they was in a Brazilian team, yeah. if they was in a Barcelona team, if there was a top Spanish team. Mm. And, you know, but we've been brought up with that stupid long balls scenario for 40, 30, 40 years. I'm 10 years old and you're in Cruyff, not Cruyff, I'm... I'm I'm round Cruyff's here, he's a little bit, but I was fascinated the way how they wanted to, how they play football. Guardiola, I'm older than Guardiola, and I was telling everybody in this country what wanted to listen, but would they listen? No. How to play football with a tempo, right? With attacking football, but understanding to win the ball back. I was saying this mm. 35 to 40 years ago. So I don't copy Guardiola. If I copied anybody, it would be Clough yeah. and Cruyff. Mm. But I would, I'd make, I'd ex, but I would, you know, if I had gone into, when I said gone into, if I had gone into league management, I'd have been better than them because I believed in that. Whether I were or not, if you don't believe in that gap, if you don't believe you're the best hmm. uh, reporter out, radio uh, presenter out there, other people are going to walk all over you. And it's not being big headed because hmm. I talk to everybody, I will do it with everybody, you know. You've got to believe in your own ability. And them players were great players. And they just never played in the in teams like your Cruyffs and your Maradonas and your Palace. Just didn't do it. Hundred percent. It just never. It just never happened for them. You referenced Mark Lawrenson. Apparently, he's going on strictly come dancing. Is that something that you would consider? I couldn't do it. No. No, I've I've got an ankle pinned and fused. Yeah. Again. I hope people don't take this the wrong way. I had a, I had beautiful balance. Yes, you did. Yeah, I had beautiful balance. I haven't got it. Yeah, you know, I can't. My knees. I, every Monday, I wash all the I wash all the um, skirting boards down. Yeah, and I give the house a good. I clean every day and I polish every day, but every Monday I wash all the skirting boards down, right? And then Tuesday, I'm making like mad. I'm making like bad. So, would I do it if I were if 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 I were healthy, not healthy enough? That's the word I'm looking for. Come on, if I weren't, if I ain't got bad knees, if you were fit, you, know, you were healthy, fit enough, fit you enough, were. That's you, the word yeah. I'm looking for. Fit, yeah. If I was fit enough, yes, I would do it. Yes, mm-hmm. I would do it. Um, would I be any good at it? I, I, I weren't a bad dancer when I was younger, but strictly strictly yeah, dancing's a bit different, isn't it? Than yeah, it you know, uh, than just going. On dance floor when you've had a few drinks, not in my case, but <laughs> Coca Cola you know, in your try, case too. Yeah, well, you might, well, it was to, to pull the bird. That's the only reason why I went to the dance floor. Uh, but would I do it? Yes, but I couldn't do it, uh, Gabby, because my ankle is, is pinned and fused, so there's no movement in that. Yeah, can't bend it, and my knees wouldn't take the strain of it. Would not. They wouldn't take the strain of it, Gabby. Yeah. Random question, TC. We always do this on on our pod, on our podcast. What would be your signature dish? 
my signature dish, and yeah. I love it. I still love it to this day, right? Yeah. And uh, and the first time I tried it, uh, I'm a Kinsey lad, yeah. right? From a mining village, so going away, you always want to eat your own 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 food, own cooking food, your mum's food. So I used to try things with Bali. Bali said to me, I try this, and it would be strong enough. Yeah. Right? And I still love it to this day. I still make it myself, you know. So, but, I, you know, I don't like Chinese. Uh, I, I love Chinese and I love Italian. Uh, India's a bit too spicy for me because I have a bad indigestion. So, yeah. oh, what's spicy? Uh, I'm not over keen of. But, you know, I like it. Listen, I love a good breakfast. Yeah, I, I, I you know. think it's one of the best meals you can ever have. Sam cooked one the other day. Um, we had it for tea. Well, yeah. I said, you know, it's it's a fantastic meal and full English breakfast, even for tea. Well, uh, uh, I, I didn't eat a lot of them before. Yeah. I had them, but when you were football, you try not to. And then I've, this last year, I've had them at tea time, just like you yeah. just said. You know, and that, I mean, I like a cheese on. When, when, my, when my mum were... Uh, when we were kids and my mum was at home, we were home with my mum and dad. We didn't have much money. We'd have cheese on toast. Yeah, cheese, cheese on toast. And cheese, and, uh, yeah. cheese and milk in the oven. So yeah. it's milk, cheese and an egg. It's like an eggy bread, isn't it? You know, and then you'd have <laughs> bread and butter to fill you up. Yeah. So, but uh, be strong enough. I would say it's still my favourite, but, I, you know, I like Italian and I like I like Chinese. Topic of the week. We haven't got much football with everything that's going on. But um, when when football does uh, resume, because it will, this will blow over. We'll see the back of it and we'll carry on. Should we? Because I was listening to the radio the other day and someone said, for the first time in ages, I heard a noise in the sky, looked up and it was an aeroplane. And you don't see aeroplanes flying around at the moment. The air quality must be a hell of a lot better than it was this time last week. Now, will we, going forward, have less travel intercontinental? So would it be a good idea, when we resume our football, to start up the old home internationals rather than travel around the world just to play a game of football? Never happened. Do you not think? Never. I, I didn't. I never thought football was about money. But it is. Mm. It is. And it's. It will never. I, well, we'd all like to see them all international. We loved it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. You know, and it got stopped because obviously uh, a bit of. Crowd uh, trouble. Crowd, yeah. crowd yeah. trouble. But in, the, in, that, in, in that era. Yeah. Every everybody had it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Really. Yeah, yeah, you know? they did. Yeah, and really, uh, we get it now, but not as bad as it was. Yeah, you know, but no, it. That, what I like to say, I don't know. I want to see. All I want to see is good teams play football. Mm. But it for me, Gabby, it. I'm not against you thinking that way. What I'm trying to say is, it will never happen mm. because I think they will play one game. They will play one game. You know, a Man United playing in Everton in a foreign country like they are doing with the uh, American football. American yeah. football. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things I like to, I'd like to see, but I will say one thing about me. 
change has never bothered me because mm. you know to get better you have to change yeah. certain things i mean if you're a golfer why would you want to change your swing if you're winning everything and then when you change your swing uh you don't they don't seem to win mm. that i find strange but yeah. i don't football will always keep always keep uh, advance uh, improving and uh, it will advance because it's money it's big big money mm-hmm. it, it, if sky come out of football tomorrow people make me laugh and say to me uh what, what, what are they going to do with sky i'll tell you what happened google will take over yeah amazon will take over mm. facebook yeah you know facebook mm. people have got to get rid of money gabby yeah but with think what you want to think, what I'm saying there, people, these big people want to get want to get a bit of money. They do, but right? if you look and at the equivalent football, in rugby, listen, you don't get enough support, mm. right? People like to see a good fight. Yeah, rugby is what you would think the football fans would go to watch, wouldn't you? Mm. And they don't. They go to football, and they want to fight there. You go to a rugby game, the fans don't want to fight. Yeah. You know, what I'm trying to say is these people, there's big money in football and they've got they've got to get rid of money. Mm. Right? And you've only got to look at Leicester. What's it called that stadium? It was called King Power. Yeah. Can you imagine you building ten houses equivalent to their football stadium, yeah. going bankrupt and still owning them houses? Because mm. that's what Leicester did, you know. Yeah. It went bankrupt. That's but those builders lost the money. Yeah. Right. So football will never ever cease. Will never cease mm. because they there's that much money in it, and it will only get bigger. People laughed at me when I said there would be ten million pound football. They called me an idiot. Yeah. And by, by the way, they're right because there weren't ten million. They didn't. It will never happen again. There'll never be another million pound football. That's what they said, Gabby, when I said, honestly, mm. that's right. The other person to say that, I think it was Rodney Marsh. Right, okay. Rodney Marsh was another one what said it. You know, and when you look at it, you're right. It's 200 million pound footballers. Yeah. I mean, why would a footballer cost 200 million pound? Yeah. Why? Not because he's a, he's great. No, it's because all, all the money that's involved in and in, in a washing exactly. the game of football. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. almost a license to print money. Football. Have you been following the new series, the history of football program? I haven't seen it, and factually, it is incorrect. And as a result of it being so factually incorrect, I I wouldn't watch it because I like to watch something. If I'm watching a film, I'd like to watch it, and it's got a you know. If it's the history of the Second World War, I'm guessing that, you know, the Allied forces and the English win. I wouldn't watch it and the Germans win. What's the point? It's not It's not factually true. Yeah. Well, I love, I used, I used to love a lot of these big actors. And then when you see what they're coming out, and I know some of them. Yeah. You know, they're getting money from certain individuals like these Zuckerbergs and all these and Bloombergs mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. And then they're giving his lies. I'm like you. Mm. If it's true, I want to watch it. Yeah. And I want to think. But I don't yeah. want to watch, you know, making you think uh, that it's true when it, when they're giving you fake news. And, and that I can't do with. I really can't. But yeah. I've not heard about it. So 
what, think, what, what channel's it on? And, I think uh, it's a six-part series. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. It may be on Netflix. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But I mean, there's a football journalist, uh, Mike Collett, who wrote the complete book of the FA Cup. And a bloke's an absolute mind of, of football information. He's absolutely I've heard of him. I've yeah. heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's, a good, him, he's yeah. a good lad, Mike. He's on yeah. my fa- one of my Facebook friends and that. And yeah. When I used to go into the BBC and, um, and and go in there every Saturday with Malcolm, I'd look at things and I'd, I'd do one or two, uh, put one or two quizzes up. We had a right laugh with it. And, and, and Mike kindly donated a number of his books for, uh, for, for prizes. It was around about the time the BBC stopped doing the prizes. I don't know if me and Boyden was anything to do with it because we created absolute chaos. But but it goes into the history of football and talks about the FA Cup. And, and Mike had posted up on his Facebook page how factually incorrect it is. And when I look at that, I just think, what's the point in watching that? It's it's a little bit like the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, but, okay, there was a group, there was a gang that called the Peaky Blinders, but none of it is true. And, and, and it's like, why bother calling it that? Why bother doing the history of football when it actually isn't the history of football? Well, that's brilliant what you were just saying, that he, he's called it uh, for what it is. Yeah. Because it's brilliant and it's about time. Let's have some facts. Let's yeah. not, you know, I mean, you can't believe everything what you read in anything, no, can you? I don't believe you anything. Know, well, I try. I, I want to give you a bit of doubt sometimes, mm. but it's got. I've, you know, I've got to be convinced. I have to be convinced. Yeah. You know, uh, and I'm not sticking up for you. You've got a voice for the radio, mm. and I think I always, I always say to Tom, I always say he ought to be on radio, uh, Gabba, because he's got that. You've got a voice for the radio, you know. And you, 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 I remember, can you remember Mark? Not Mark Wright. Yeah, Mark Wright, weren't it? Uh, brilliant uh, DJ on Radio One. Can you remember? Steve him? Wright. Steve Wright. Yeah, not Mark Wright. Steve yeah, Wright. Yeah, yeah. You know, another one got a voice for the radio, and I used to love listening to him. But mm-hmm. I, but his voice, I, I I love listening to. You know, and yet you get other people. And it's not what you know, it's who you know, and oh, it's whether you like. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know in, in Birmingham, I've, I've done quite a lot of stuff on the BBC, but, you know, people know what I've done. They, they know what I'm doing. But, you know, all the various Facebook pages and groups that we do and connecting with... You were like me, Gabby. You're like me. I tell you what, <laughs> what it is... They are frightened to death of us saying the wrong thing. Yeah, I think they are. I think that I think that's what it is. Yeah. And I, and I, and I know we. I can't guarantee you this, but you you don't seem so similar to me. Anybody who can, knows me, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I'll do all for anybody. I will do all for anybody. Yeah. Even my worst enemies, things that are done wrong to me sometimes. I think, mm-hmm. and but I still do it. You know. And the only time, the only time when I was playing football. If somebody kicked me, I kick him back. I know it's the wrong thing to do, mm. but it always goes against you, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's whether you liked mm. or whether or whether uh, that person uh, knows the right person for you. And I've seen it with footballers and I've seen it with entertainers, you know. We've talked and about it, it before, TC. It's about yeah, control 
And it's like their managers, why do they play certain players, why do they get rid of certain players? Because they know they can't control certain players. And in this country, I think we must be the most controlled country on the planet. Although we will say we're liberal and we've got our opinions and we're able to voice our opinions... I, I don't I don't think we can and, and I don't think we really do because I think if we do I think it's suppressed well that's why we're trying to get get across early on with, with yeah. the messes of this world and yeah, our yeah. and, and yeah. thing you know uh, the managers uh, they would answer back they wouldn't dare talk to about Messi mm. or Ronaldo yeah They've, them, them players have got managers sacked and say, oh, well, these are super. Don't tell me Hudson and Currys and Worthingtons and Bowles of this world mm-hmm. and Marshes want to be superstars on the continent. Yeah. 100%, 100%. So, but it, it, it does baffle me sometimes. But we, we are what we are and we have to live with what uh, we say and what we do. We do. I mean, I was. I mean, I I clean people's houses for a living, and at the, at the moment it's quite difficult because the government yeah. are saying, "Go to work if you can't work from home." Well, I can't work from home. I clean people's houses, but but going into some people's houses is very difficult under these current things. Circumstances. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a great word, sir. I mean, you're right circumstances situations that's going on i also do a little bit of gardening so i'm not too bad with the uh, with the gardening but you know we are living Tom, in 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 very very different times at the moment you know, well tom says to me what does gabby do and i said well i've never asked him to be honest Tom. Yeah. i think it was a bit of ta- taxi and i'm sure he does i used to I be said, a black cab driver many but, many years ago yeah well, that's what I thought you did because I, 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 yeah. I'm sure I, you mentioned it. Mm. Uh, and then uh, you said, "Oh, my boss, and I were, I we're cleaning my boss's flat or something." And I said, "I think he's a taxi driver, but he, he must have been doing something for his boss." Because Donald said to me, "What does Gabby do, Dad?" <laughs> you know, because because me and you agree on everything. Yeah. You know, could Tom take the piss out of me? And you, <laughs> you know, you know, they say, "Oh, Gabby." Uh, TC's agreeing with Gabby, or Gabby's agreeing with TC. You know, you know what kids are like. Yeah, exactly. up merchants, yeah. aren't they? You know? Yeah, they. So, they are. But you know, that's what I do, and I've been self-employed now from the age of twenty-one. I was, I was twenty-one when I went on to the uh, to the black cabs, and 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 these are these are difficult times, and we have to do what we do, and I I love doing the podcasts, and you know, I've together we've developed something, and I think going forward. Hopefully we can um, we can develop it even more and bring more, more listen, people on board. We are both we have we have tried to throw this out, yeah. you know. And I see other people get uh, sponsors. And I think to myself, yeah. you know, if we got sponsors, what would sponsor us? Mm. And I I'd be willing now at my age at sixty five yeah. now to do what they want to do to put out what they wanted to do. Mm. In the same, what I mean, I don't mean go over the top with them, but yeah. We, we we would get great stories. We get we get modern day footballers, and we get the old footballers, and we get yeah. you know we get everything on. I'm yeah. surprised that nobody said right. Let's give these two a, a, a chance at this. Exactly, and and then the wider what what we do, because you know, we've got we've got an awful lot of contacts. We've got an yeah. awful lot of people. We could do something very special, very different. Um. That stands against what currently is is going on 
in the media. And as I was cleaning one of my customers' houses on Monday, the, the kids are off uh, from school, obviously. Mm. And the young man, he, he loves playing uh, rugby and, and he likes a little bit of football as well. And he was watching this, this football programme. And this is where I'm coming from. It was on the YouTube channel and this kid that's doing it has got millions of viewers and followers and all the rest of it. And I watched him as I'm cleaning, I'm polishing the table and I've looked up and, and the young un's engrossed in this. And and I've said to him, I said, young un, is he playing football there for a laugh? He said, well, what do you mean? He said, I said, is he trying to be as bad as what he is? Or, or is he is, or is he trying to be good? I, I don't know. You watch him. You know what he's like. I said, but I'm telling you now, that kid can't head a ball. He can't kick a ball. He, he's one of the worst football players I've ever seen playing. And it's almost as though these kids now on the YouTube, they're absolutely useless. Are coaching these kids? Well, and- listen, you, you, again, you, I hope Jock and Tom's li- listen to this because I'm going to... 100% agree with what you say because what we do in this country, mm. we look at the people, we want to laugh at them. Yeah. And the thing, you're always brilliant that. Prime example, I, I was reading about him, he, 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 did, he did go bankrupt, but that Eddie the Eagle <laughs> was useless. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. made over a million pounds out of it. It's incredible, isn't it? Useless. Yeah. And I'm not bothered by anybody. Maybe a lovely kid, and I'd have a drink with him, and all that type yeah. of thing. When I have a go, when I call our coaches, I still want to. They might not want to talk to me, but I would talk to them mm. because at the end of the day, it's how they coach and how I coach and yeah. how I think football should be played. But you're right; that's what it's about. Yeah. If you're daft, and you know, that's Simon Cowell. That's I love Simon Cowell. I don't watch them programs, but I love him. Yeah, I love him because he is a absolutely genius at making money mm. right I mean you'll get you'll get a signal will come on you're going to say to me well you don't watch it well because if the girlfriend's if I'm at girlfriend's house and they've got it on you know I'll, I'll be on me on my Facebook yeah but you'll you'll see something come on and then you look at it and they'll say oh this and then all of a sudden they'll say oh we didn't know about this kid but he comes on and he's a singer like you never did oh like in your life mm. at Paul Potts when he when when he came out, he'd been in what they call it lessons uh, in Italy for uh, a tenor, yeah. opera singer. Yeah. You know, so it, it's all fake. It's all fake. And yeah. some of these, oh, you know, Susan Susan Boyle, yeah. had a great voice. They wouldn't put her on if they didn't know, think she could sing or or the, the thing the thing they the couldn't have got a laugh to make money out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. You will they will put things on these on on on, on these YouTubes, whereas on continent we they, they will look at it completely different to what mm. we do because they want to look at the the message of this world. We will put something on in there what everybody's laughing at and think that's better than an type of thing or a or a Paul Gascoigne type of thing. And a lot of these kids today, they play on these games consoles. These I don't know was it ETA or e whatever A is EA Sports. You know, and, do you know? And, do you know? Last year, somebody oh, won a million pound on that. I, I, f- I find it unbelievable. I mean, I have never gone on a game in my life. When I was a kid, if I want to play football, I take the ball down the field, 
and I play football. If I ain't got no mates to play football with, I'd find a one, I'd boot the ball up the wall and I'd control the ball as it's coming at different angles. I'd play with a tennis ball. <clears throat> I'd play with anything. You, I play football. I've never played with a games console. You know, in my day, it was Space Invaders. I've never played them. No, I didn't. You know, lads had said I to don't me, get it. when they were a bit younger, they used to say to me, Dad, have a go. Honestly, Gabby, I can't sit there. They ever just played no, on that. I can't but, they used to. but you know, last year, somebody won a million pounds on that I know, PlayStation. They did, yeah. you know? I know. A million quid. I know. I find it absolutely bizarre and incorrect. And when they there lose. Was a game, there was a game uh, last week where 180,000 yeah. people watched it. It's incredible. Why would you want to do that? I mean, why would anybody want to watch two kids play a football game on a games console and, and, and the one that's losing is probably going to throw his console out the window? They go absolutely big. They'll smash the TV set up. It's you know unbelievably something? stupid. I can't I get me around it. I, put, I would put myself one of the best dads up because... I'm like a, a teenager with, yeah. with my lads, and I have a laugh with them, uh, and I let them do what they want to do without being rude. Mm. I will not. If I hear them swore in front of women or older people, I go mad with them. Yeah. One's 27 this time, and the other one's 19, right? They'll be upstairs playing on his PlayStation. Yeah. And all I can hear is yeah. f in this and yeah. f in that. Yeah. And I go up. I say, "What are you doing?" Right. Oh, it's Miss Ball. I said, how do you mean it's Miss Ball? <laughs> Who's got the hand on that PlayStation, on that control? It's incredible, I mean, isn't it? And then they start laughing. Yeah. They're blaming a the referee. Yeah. You know, that would have foul. That referee smack his face and I'm thinking, but they're having blaming it. Yeah. And I say to him, even though he's 27, I'll say to him, I'll take that PlayStation out if I eat that again. It's incredible. I just, I find the whole... Games console, game industry, I find it unbelievable. I've never played one in my life. I wish I had come up with the idea. You you were breaking up then, too, so I think you moved it. Sorry. I wish they had to come up with the idea of it all. Well, yeah, same same here as well. They're they're in a fortune. But again, I I just don't get it. I just and I'll, I would and I'll never it, get it. But, but there is, there, I mean, there's millions and there's more, there's more get into it than about what, what's not into it, isn't there? Oh, hundred percent. But I, I just, again, for the life of me, I don't get it. Give me a football any day of the week. Five of the best TC eighties goalkeepers, which is your era. Right. Was there any goalkeeper? I know, you arguably. We're going to give our five, and I think that we both will pick the same number one. But apart from that number one, was there any goalkeepers that you played against you thought, geez, top draw? I played against, uh, yeah, um, Schmeichel. Yeah. I played with Southall. Right. I like Schultz, but I thought I thought Clemens were better than Schultz, me, you know. Yeah. You know, but it's opinions. But Schultz was a great goalkeeper, don't get yeah. me wrong. You know, um, Pat Jennings, I thought, was unreal. So, Southall, obviously I didn't play with the other ones, but I just mentioned, but Southall was as good as an outfield player as he was in goals. Really? You know, he was a good 
outfield player because all goalkeepers, every footballer will tell you, when we have five sides, they all want to play out. Mm-hmm. So they do play out in five sides, you know, and then one of the defenders will go in and vice versa, you know. Uh, and some some goalkeepers have been very, very good. The majority of them were poor. Yeah. But when you look at modern day goalkeepers, the continental, you know, I mean, Joe Hart weren't a bad goalkeeper because what anybody said. Yeah, decent. You know, it's what the, to Guardiola wanted a goalkeeper who could play with his feet. Yeah. And then Joe Hart then was trying to go down to the uh, lower clubs. When I say lower clubs, they weren't playing. He weren't playing with the top top players anymore. And so some goals he were letting in look worse than what they were mm-hmm. in one sense. So it it doesn't look that that good of a goalkeeper. But Southall, I would say. Uh, but I played with South I never played against him. I'd have to say Jennings, Smigel and uh, Clemens. So who's, you know. your, who's, your, who's your top five, TC, from, who, who, from the 80s? Well, I, well I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put five out. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, put them in any order because they're all great goalkeepers. Yeah. Jennings, Pat Jennings. Yeah. Uh, can I have them because they did play in the 80s but they played yeah. in the 70s yeah yeah. You know? I'll, yeah. I mean if you don't I'll, I won't pick somebody else like you know TC so, whatever you pick you pick you know right uh, Pat Jennings I'm going to have um, I'm going to have uh, Smeichel Southall Clemens and uh, Shilton a Them's great group of goalkeepers some of the goalkeepers that I didn't pick in uh, in my five would be um, Nigel Martin. He was a decent yep. goalkeeper in the eighties. Tony Coton, Andy Gorham, John Burridge, and also Phil Parks. Phil Parks that played Parks was a West Ham and uh, Queens Park Rangers, and there was a Phil Parks that played in the seventies for uh, for Wolverhampton Wanderers. I mean, if I couldn't have had Clemens, I'd have had David Seaman. You know, so. But it's when you when when I look at these these goalkeepers, we always seem to have the best goalkeepers, didn't we? Yeah, always now, had great goalkeepers. And now we seem to fall by the wayside with it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I don't know whether it's because these goalkeepers you see now are so composed on the ball mm. and they don't panic, whereas we get it, just want to boot it long. Everybody booted it long, and then the, the children of this world. Would make great saves when when you needed them to be, it needed uh, them to make good saves. You know, we're, we're modern day foot coach, uh, goalkeepers now. They're playing out of mid, like midfield players. Yeah, I didn't put Schmeichel in because I thought Schmeichel was more nineties than eighties, and I didn't put him. But he did play in the eighties, you know. Yeah, that, don't you? yeah. But I didn't. He, he come to prominence more in in the nineties. For for me again, and we all yeah. look at things differently. And with Pat Jennings, more kind of like 70s, 70s. Th- th- than 80s. Yeah, they were prominent in that era. Yeah. That's why I said to you, can I do that? Other than that, yeah. I would have had uh, David Seaman in there. You know, uh, I'd have had a, the guy what you just mentioned, what were at Palace and went to Leeds. Martin, yeah, Martin. Nigel Martin. Yeah. You know, those guys would have come into it. Uh, Grobelar would have been in there. You know, but... They they will always stand out in my mind. Clemens, Shilton, Jennings, but they ran into that era, you know, like Udi, like Udi did. Yeah. But then Udi went off to play in America. And another player, <laughs> yeah, 
and that's a long story. Another player, another goalkeeper, Jimmy Rimmer. I mean, Jimmy what, Rimmer. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he, he, he... Great goalkeeper. Man United went to Aston Villa, won a yeah. Cup Winners' Cup and came off. He won the European Cup twice. He yeah. got, he's got two winners of the European Cup. One with Man United. Yeah, but I think he's only played about five minutes. Minutes? Yeah, but he got two uh, yeah. winners of the uh, of the European Cup. So my five... Um, I'm going to go with at number five, Tony Coton. Yeah, yeah, I remember Tony Birmingham, making his debut for yeah for Birmingham, Birmingham uh, Man City, Watford. Did he go to Watford? Yeah, he did play for Watford as well. Yeah, uh, and I thought too. So I thought he was a great goalkeeper. Yes, he was. And I would have put him ahead of David Seaman in in yeah. the 80s. Because Seaman started. I think Seaman played in 1980. Well, he definitely played in 86 when Birmingham got relegated, and he walked with Birmingham for uh, for too long. And I think then when he went... did when did uh, Brazil win the World Cup when he when he Valendino did him with a free kick? Oh, blimey. 86. Oh no, um, Seaman. No, that would that would have been 2002 in Japan. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know time flies. I mean, he had a great career, Seaman. I'm thinking, but, but, I'm thinking Seaman played in the, when I were playing, and he didn't. Well, well, he would have, yeah. You would have. The start of his career would have been there, because in 1986, he played for Birmingham. I mean, right. I, think he, I think he were at Peterborough before Birmingham. Then he went to Birmingham. I think he went QPR and Arsenal, or, or Arsenal, QPR, one of the two. But but certainly, round about the mid-80s, he started and he played into the year 2000s and was one Did of our great goalkeepers. Did he go from Leeds to Birmingham? Did he go from Leeds to Birmingham? I've got... I, I'm almost sure, because I... With, with, with some stuff, I'll, I'll research it and I'll look into it. Other stuff's off the top of my head. I got an idea, and he was an apprentice at Leeds, went to Peterborough, Birmingham right. bought him for about 300,000, something like that. No, I think it was 100,000 in them right. days, um, without looking at it, but I think it was 100,000 transfer, Peterborough to Birmingham City. But I thought he was great, but for me, Coton was, was above. Great um, goalkeeper. Yeah, Coton was above him. Uh, Chris Woods. Who played at Nottingham Forest? Yeah. yeah, he I had played, a great career, didn't he, Chris? I played, I played with Chris, yeah. Well, he was an apprentice when I was there. Yeah, um, Ray Clements, I think, again, probably more so in the 70s with Liverpool, but yeah. then moved to Tottenham. And, and I think Clem, one of the great goalkeepers of, of my lifetime. In second place, I would put Shilton. Um, and I, I think if you, if you look at all the PFA team of the year, Shilton... He's probably in double figures. Yes, he is. You know, tremendous goal. Although Woody, <laughs> Woody would always put Pat Jennings uh, above P. Shilton. Well, because it's opinions and there's no wrong Again, with that. yeah. No, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I always said George Best was the best footballer I've ever seen. Yeah. But he said to me... Opinions. And he said to me, Maradona was the best. Yeah. Great, because they were great players, but it's just my, my preference. Yeah. But for me, the number one goalkeeper... In the eighties, is uh, is Big Neville? I thought he was just head yeah. and shoulders above any goalkeeper. He he, he got us fifteen points a season, yeah. without doubt, without yeah. doubt. I think t- towards the end of his career, he lost it a little bit. Yeah. He started to be a bit wayward. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, when he was when he was on form and he had his mind on the game, he, 
he's the best goalkeeper I've ever played with. Yeah, um, again, looking at it as a fan, you look at, again, Everton, that team, that Everton team, could have been one of the all-time great British sides had they not been banned from Europe, as we all were oh. in them days. I think they would have conquered Europe. And and then and then them players look even better, don't they? It's quite ridiculous, really, because they're still the same player. And I think that Nev was was as arguably as good as any British goalkeeper in the history of football. I, I mean, I'd left Everton. Yeah. Can you remember the time when he? Uh... He didn't go in at half time. He sat in the goal. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he never went in. I, I mean, I'd left Everton. I don't know if Kendall were there, but he might have been calling the army. In, I don't know what happened, but he, 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 when the referee blew the half time whistle, he sat inside the goal. Blimey. You know, you research that. I'm, yeah, I'm going to we'll research do, yeah. that, ready for next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Finally, so. finally, TC, we start with our magic moments and we haven't been able to, although I'm, I'm saying finally, we've still got Beyond the uh, behind the Lens. So I yes. want to touch on that, that Peter Reid photo where you're just in the background. But before we go on to Beyond the Lens, let's talk about a magic moment in the history of football. Have you picked one this week? In the history of football, yeah, any player, any, uh, any, player. any any magic moment where you've looked and you thought, do you know that's a, that's a not the but a magic moment because that's what we're going to do going forward until football resumes. We'll talk about magic moments in history rather than magic moments at this present moment. In well, time. there's been many. Uh, my idol George Best. There's been many. What, what, yeah. what I, I could pick out of him, but I'm going to pick two. Yeah, and on. they're both similar. They're both similar. They're both two little geniuses. One was obviously uh, Maradona yeah. when um, he scored a goal against England. Yeah. I know people will look at Peter Reid, but the goal itself still takes some doing yeah. to go around the goalkeeper. And the other one's Messi. Uh, he was playing for, obviously, for Barcelona. Uh, I'm sure they were in a, a green strip I was playing against a team that played in the green strip, and he, he picked the ball up same and beat about seven men. Yeah, I may be I may be exaggerated, but he beat about five, six, seven men, and scored a similar type of goal. So they, you know, they they will always stick out in in my mind. Uh, and the George Best one when when Chopper Ravis flacked him from behind, and the balance he got him to stay on his feet. I mean, nowadays, and I'm not knocking players today. Nowadays, they've gone down. But he's got the uh, balance to stay up uh, and the uh, the will to score the goal. Uh, so I don't know if you remember that one when when Chopper Harris, when Chopper Harris really whacked him from behind, and anybody else would have gone down. Even a Messi or a, a Maradona would have gone down, but Best did keep on his feet. Yeah, 1972 that was uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea versus Man United. Nuddy says to this day, Chopper watches that and still can't believe how George Best stayed on his feet. <laughs> it's, 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 well, when you look at it, it's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. So, seriously, one of the magic moments in the history of football. And and I think yes. that when uh, when Georgie would have been 72, um, Alan and myself, we, we, we recorded a little uh, programme, podcast, uh, about George. And we were talking about that moment and George's balance and the fact that, you know, George was head and shoulders above any football player that, that, that we've seen. 
from from these shows. Yes, and, but I don't. And um, other, other players, it would have buckled him. But George just, as slight as he was, he just got that ability and that balance to, to ride anything. He could have yeah. he could have rode the greatest wave that, that you know, <laughs> that the, the sea could have given to, to a surfer, couldn't he? And, you know, he was just, just different class. That's what all great, great world-class players have got balance. Yeah, absolutely. All of them. All of them. Well, my magic moment. I'm going to go to my first FA Cup final that um, that I saw, and Alan Clark's diving header. I think that was in the centenary, the 1972 um, FA Cup final. Was that the Arsenal? Yeah, it was the Arsenal one, and um, I had the pleasure recently of talking to uh, to Alan Clark and recording a my 70s interview, and Alan talking me through that. So, guys, if you want to have a look at it, it's on. Uh, my 70s uh, all interviews on our Facebook page so you can listen to Alan reliving that magic moment and also Jim McCallyog when he played in the 1976 my favourite Sheffield Wednesday I player. know yeah but that ball that he put through to um, Bobby Stokes when yeah. when he, he, he 76 FA Cup yeah beat Man United exactly one yeah and he, he, he put it there and Bobby Stokes run onto it and Stuck in there, but early doors as well in the first half. He put an even better ball for uh, for Mick Shannon, um, and and as you say, Jim McCallyog, what a fantastic player, and Oof. one of the first uh, teenagers to to go for massive massive money. Yes, yes, without you know, I mean, when you go magic moments, and uh, I mean, Carlos uh, Carlos Roberto's free kick what seemed to bend and go around. Yeah, La Tournoi, uh, you know, but. Just coming to my head now, when, when I, you were on about magic moments, the Ernie Hunt, uh, yes, Willie Carr, yeah. Coventry, Willie Carr, the donkey kick. I mean, un- unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. When you think of them now, you know, you look and you think, you know, what, mm. what about that for a, for, yeah. for a free kick? That's a magic moment. What will always stand out? Outlawed uh, as well, wasn't it? Straight yeah. after that, yes, after, straight after that, yes, mm. because you've touched the ball. The saying is that you've touched the ball, yeah. You know, uh, and it's not being passed. You, you, you've got to pass it. Not yeah. you know, you, you, you've held it longer than you should have done. Because he's just flicked it up with his with his ankle. Yeah, he's been, he's been just yeah, literally. And also, while we're talking magic moments and things that were outlawed, the uh, Gordon Banks yeah, George, and George yeah, Best. George Best. Yeah. I know you're going to say it. Yeah. I know you're going to say it. <laughs> but you know, I've seen a similar thing with that with Ronin Dino. Yeah. And it counted. I'm sure it counted. I'm sure didn't, it counted. Didn't, didn't um, Notts Forest player do that? Crosby? No, what happened with him? What happened with him? He put it on the floor, didn't he? He stayed behind him. No, I, I can't remember now. Yes, what I he did. I vaguely remember stayed, something. He stayed behind the goalkeeper, maybe about three or four yards behind the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper didn't look. Yeah. And he's put the ball down on the grass. And then he's coming and took it off him. And he's come round and taken it and scored. And they were hell on about it. But it it counted. It counted. Right. So So I'm going to have a look at that. Um, We'll we'll post that up. Um, Behind the lens, before, because I I can hear the vacuum being fired up. Um, So we, we have run out of time. In fact, 
one hour and two minutes TC with time added on. <laughs> but we've got no football forecast this week. I even contacted the Russian League after you referenced... You can't after that without telling you. No, no. I literally went onto Facebook, went onto the Premier League of Russia and asked them if they got the fixtures for next week. And they said, we're ever so sorry. Because of the coronavirus, we've called the games off till I think it's the 15th of April. But, right. I've been the car the other night... Uh, and the plane is it Belarus? The plane with fans at the ground. It's in the, it's in one of them countries. Oh, okay. Uh, we we it, need it, to it, find it. It was it would have to be playing football last week because uh, they were on the radio and they were saying it they just kicked off. Right. Okay. Uh, um, it was one of these night programs with the the black. Um, Pressman, what's his name? Who? The black pressman. You know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he works for the Mirror, doesn't he? Come on, what's his oh, name? Oh dear me, his name is. Yeah, yeah, his name is. Nice guy. Yeah, he talks ever so. Yeah. Yeah, but really, he speaks really nice. What's his bloody name? I know. I hate that. Anyway, people say they just kicked off, and you know, so unbelievable. So, in some in some countries they've got sports on, in some countries they have. So it does baffle you. Well, if we can find a league next week that have got a full um, league program, <laughs> we will do that, and we will do our football forecast. So behind the lens, the the picture with you in the yeah. background and reader, he looked as though he was just about ready to slap somebody. What was your memories of that? I'll tell you exactly what, what, what that was. That was Luton. That was Luton. Uh, Willie Donaghy. Willie Donaghy. Not Willie Donaghy. Um, Willie Donaghy. Donaghy, is it? What's his name? Uh, he went to Man United, that player. Donaghy. Okay. Willie Donaghy. He kicked Adrian Heath. Yeah. Right? And in, and what they call it, uh, Reedy shouted, don't worry, Inchy. I'll sort you out the next next ball what comes we'll see how brave he is then you know but you could say that in them days <laughs> you won't be you won't be able to say it nowadays but uh willie donahue willie donahue oh you i remember willie donahue that played for manchester no, city but i'm guessing it's donahue, not the willie same yeah. it's not willie what's his name it's donahue donahue You've got two to look at. The Donaghy that played for Luton that went on and played for Man United. I vaguely remember that. That's him. And the book, Darren Lewis. Is it Darren Lewis? Darren Lewis, yeah. Yeah, the. uh, Darren Lewis, that's Yeah, we've got him. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name that you said? Donaghy? But you said it, yeah. I can't remember the guy. But that's your own work for the week. Finding yeah. his proper name and yes, also finding some fixtures for us to do our football forecast. Right. I will. I will. I will, I will look and look and look all the way through. There's got to be someone uh, playing football. If not, we'll have to get play these console games and just play these teams like they get the best player. No, I refuse to do that. I will not do anything with games <laughs> consoles. I won't do it. I know Orient did it, didn't they, the weekend? Yeah. And they played some kind of tournament, but I I, I won't patronise well, them. Thomas, no Thomas said to me, he said, Dad, he said... Uh, some Scottish team, Orient or somebody, what it Orient? He was Orient, Latin Orient, yeah. We're playing, and I said, no, they can't, Thomas, because they can't travel. 
He no. said, I'm telling you. And then, and then he, he come back, he said, you're right, Danny, what, uh, PlayStation game? Yeah, it was, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, they, they, they'd done a big tournament. It was Orient. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, we'll, we'll move on from that because I absolutely can't abide We'll see if we can find one. We'll see if we can find one. Yeah. But... We'll have a look deep down somewhere. We do go out with a song every week and I picked it last week. I tell you, yeah, I mean, No, I picked it last week. It was um, Whitney Houston. Oh, did you? I picked, I picked your love. It's my love. Right, okay. Then, so it's my turn this week. I'm going to pick... Um, let's go out with a gambler from Kenny Rogers, who sadly Kenny Rod- passed, yeah, away passed away this, yeah. this week. I thought it was a tremendous song. He was a tremendous artist. Yes, great and, voice. Um, and, and very fitting. Yes, yes. Uh, great voice. And I like country uh, country music and all. I like all sorts of music, I told you. The only one I can't really get into is that heavy metal. Yeah. Um, but yes, very fitting uh, for a lovely, lovely man and a great, great singer. So it's time to say thank you very much, TC, for your time. And again, love to you and yours. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be reconvening this time next week in seven days' time. And let's hope that the world is a slightly more peaceful place. Well, let's hope things are starting to picking up next Absolutely. by next week. Let's hope that that's happening. Thanks everybody for listening, and I love doing this uh, podcast for you, uh, Gabby. I really, really do. So thank you uh, for asking me to do it, and uh, let's hope that uh, everyone stays safe. Let's hope that uh, we can get over it as quickly as possible, and let's get back to his lives and uh, football and. Whether show jumping or rugby or swimming or cricket, whatever they do, fishing, let's hope they can all get back to doing the hobbies and uh, enjoying themselves again. Absolutely. And when we do, we're going to have one hell of a party, TC. Oh, make no mistake on that. Sometimes everything. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, well, I don't drink beer or lager, but I'm definitely going to get drunk when it, when pubs open up. I'm going to go, go out and have a few vodkas and let me hang out. <laughs> Sounds great, mate. Till next. Till next week, until next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good weekend. Cheers, Bill. And you too, Bye-bye. And he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of aces. For a taste of your whiskey, I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle, and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bombed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression. Said, if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. Every gambler knows. The secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser, and the 
the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out a cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count. When the deal is done, you got to know when to hold Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.